Hey there, and welcome to the Brave Marriage Podcast. I'm Kinsey Dzinski, a licensed marriage and family therapist and certified professional coach, and this is a podcast for couples who want to grow as individuals, do marriage with intention, and lead mutually empowered, purposeful lives. You guys, it's September, and I have no idea how that happened. It seems like I go into reflection mode this time of year, and I just start thinking about how to make the most of the rest of the year, and I hope you all are making time to do the same. Over the next few months, we're talking about how to build a strong marriage from the bottom up. So as you listen and apply these practical takeaways to your own life and marriage, I really believe that this series will give you some of the tools you need to finish the year well relationally. So last week, I mentioned that friendship is the foundation of a strong marriage. And this seems so simple, it's almost ridiculous, right? Can building a strong marriage really be as simple as working on becoming better friends? Well, it's simple, yes, in terms of understanding what needs to happen, but easy to implement? Not necessarily, depending on the state of your relationship and how long you've let things go. Still, starting here though, It's research-based, and I see this principle work on a consistent basis in my office when I'm working with marriage therapy clients. Couples who show up and do an hour of work in session and then leave the hard work in my office while focusing on dating each other again and doing things together that they enjoy outside of therapy, those are the couples who make progress, I don't know, I would say between three and ten times more quickly than other couples. And what's super fun for me is that by the end of marriage therapy, or the point at which a couple has met their treatment goals and is beginning to see me less and less, is that I will actually begin assigning date nights in place of therapy, which most couples are happy to report is a welcomed exchange. So with that said, there are three levels of friendship that you can build upon in your marriage, and we're going to take some time on the first one today. As I mentioned in episode 63, those three levels include building love maps, growing in fondness and admiration, and turning toward instead of away from your spouse. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to go back and take a listen to last week's episode where I lay out the sound marital house home building analogy because I want you to have this two-story house in your mind as we talk about the first foundational level of friendship today and how it supports the rest of the house. But before we talk any further, this episode is brought to you by Courageous Conversations. Courageous Conversations is a one-day workshop designed to enhance communication for married couples. Not only does this interactive workshop provide the structure and skills you need to communicate and problem-solve effectively, it also leaves couples feeling closer, more connected, and more on the same page than ever before. If you and your spouse would like to sign up for the September 21st workshop in Lexington, simply visit bravemarriage.com slash courageous conversations. Again, that's bravemarriage.com slash courageous conversations. All right, starting with the foundation at the basement level of the Sound Marital House, the focus is on building love maps. And like I said last week, love maps are essentially mental pathways that couples create to make room for each other in their relationship in their own minds. I'll coach you and give you some tools to use at the end of this episode, but building love maps simply means taking time to learn and relearn about each other to develop those maps in your mind. Your favorite restaurants, getaways, your day-to-day experiences— 
your current stressors, fears, worries, dreams. Because listen, it's not enough to merely ask all the right questions when you're dating and engaged or child-free. If you want a strong friendship and an intimate marriage throughout the course of your life, knowing who each other was a year, two years, or five years ago isn't enough to sustain a connection. Think about it. When you lose touch with a best friend, let's say from high school or college, do you have any expectations in the present of knowing that person deeply or having the same bond that you once did or expecting that your relationship will be as strong as it was back in the day? No, because you've grown apart. You haven't been privy to each other's inner worlds for a really long time. So, of course, that intimacy isn't there like it once was. Well, the same is true in your marriage. Now, some of you may argue, but Kinsey, it's easy to grow apart when you no longer live with your best friends from college, but I live with my spouse, so doesn't that naturally make us better friends by proximity? And my answer is no, actually. It doesn't make you better friends. It just makes it that much more painful when you two feel disconnected. When you feel like your spouse doesn't care to know you like he or she once did, or when you feel too tired or exhausted or busy to slow down and prioritize each other, to get to know your partner's inner world, it's in that moment that your foundation begins to crack. The moment you convince yourself that other things are more important. The moment you relegate knowing your spouse to other things or people who seem more important is the moment that the settling begins to happen. And for many couples, unfortunately, this happens when they enter the parenting stage. And I get it. That's a huge transition for couples and one that's met with a lot of unspoken and unrealistic expectations. Which, by the way, if you're curious to hear more about that transition into parenthood, you can go back and listen to episode 20. But spouses really change and grow as they take on parenting roles. So why not pause to pay attention to each other? Why not prioritize a date night when you can to get to know your spouse in a different way as a parent? The way his heart has softened or the way the fierce part of her has shown up like never before. There's this quote that says, A successful marriage requires falling in love many times, but always with the same person. And to do that, to fall in love time after time, requires getting to know your partner again and again. Because like I said last week, being fully known and fully loved have to happen in that order. You can't be fully loved before you're fully known. And you'll both change multiple times throughout your lifetime. Ideally, if you two are healthy and thriving and growing, you won't be married to the same person in 20 years. You'll be married to a more mature, more whole, and an even more interesting person than you were married to 20 years earlier. Are you following me here? I mean, I pray to God, for Evan's sake, (laughs) that the 30-year-old me is a better version of the 23-year-old me that he married, and that the 50-year-old me is going to be a way better version of the 30-year-old me that he's married to now, and vice versa. But when we don't take time to build love maps between us, to continue to know each other's inner worlds and make space for each other in our minds, we may never have the privilege of knowing what that will be like in 20 plus years. Because when you stop building love maps, you stop connecting and growing together. You start feeling lonely and alone and isolated from each other while you're living under the same roof. So my point is this. 
Don't take each other for granted. Strengthen the foundation of your marital friendship by building love maps together, by continuing to know each other's inner world better, and by learning and relearning who each other is and what each other is going through at every phase of life. Now, I told you earlier that I would coach you in a few ways to do this, so here are three different ways in order from easiest to hardest. The first way to build love maps is to plan a weekly date night during which you take time to ask intentional questions. This isn't a quick dinner and a movie date night, even though those are fine. This is intentional time alone together where you're pursuing each other's inner world, where you get curious about your spouse's life, where you ask questions that you've never asked before that lead to conversations you've never had before. And you may be asking, well, what would some of those questions even be? Like, I feel like I know my spouse super well at this point. What's left to ask? Well, to get you started, you're welcome to download the free worksheet from episode 59 with 40 intentional questions for couples. And that resource is available for download at bravemarriage.com slash 059. The second way to build love maps and strengthen your friendship is to literally draw out a map with two roads which represent your life and your spouse's life. And I'll probably end up creating a worksheet for you at some point in the future, but for now, the second exercise is to draw out a map with two roads on it, okay? So in the middle of the roads, you're going to draw a bridge, and that bridge represents you and your spouse's present. So one road represents your spouse's life, the other road represents your life, and the bridge in the middle represents your present. Then what I want you to do is on the left side of the bridge, I want you to plot out your spouse's past experiences and memories that he or she has shared with you. And on the right side of the bridge, I want you to plot out your spouse's dreams and desires that have been shared with you. And then your spouse will do the same. And what I've found that this does is it sheds some light on the areas or the stages of life that you two haven't really talked about. So when it comes to the past, maybe you know more about a certain season of your spouse's life than you do another season. Or maybe you realize, hey, we haven't really talked about the future. I don't know what your dreams and desires are. And so doing that in and of itself can open up more questions and conversation that you haven't had before. And finally, the third way to build love maps together is to grow in your own self-awareness. And a good place to start is to find a tool that will help you get more in touch with yourself, with your fears and your desires and your motivations. And you've heard me mention this on episode 61, but the Enneagram is a wonderful tool for growing in self-knowledge and a great place to start in helping you get to know each other better. So if you use the Enneagram, the point is not to say, well, this is the way I am. Sorry about your luck, right? The point is to get to know your spouse better because you realize how differently you two are wired and operate and motivated and to grow in curiosity and compassion for the ways that your spouse is different from you and for all the ways that that is a strength in your relationship. So these last two tools may be a little bit more involved and time-consuming. So like I said, I've listed out these tools and exercises in order from easiest to hardest. But then again, this is the Brave Marriage Podcast, and I know that you guys are awesome. 
So that's all for today. And I could go into even more detail on those coaching tools and how they can benefit your marriage. But we have so much left to cover over the next few months that I want to be sure I'm not diving in too deep lest you get completely lost in the sound marital house. With that said, please go back and review the introductory episode from last week. And I would love for you to let me know throughout this series what questions you have, where you need more explanation, or just how you're applying these things at home. Feel free to email, text the text machine, which I'll have links to in the show notes, or leave your feedback as a rating and review. I'd be grateful to hear from you either way. Your action step for today is to choose one of the three tools I mentioned earlier and act on it this week. Put one into play to strengthen your marital friendship, to build upon that foundation. And my prayer for you this week is that what God has joined together, nothing would be able to separate. That he would strengthen your friendship and fortify the spaces between you by his grace and for his glory. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Love is not a battle Love is not a bond Love is just as fragile Hey there, Evan here. If you've enjoyed this episode, there are more ways to connect and work with Kinsey. First, would you take a moment before you go to subscribe, rate, and review the Brave Marriage Podcast on Apple Podcasts? Your feedback means so much to us. Second, if you'd like to share your thoughts and feedback, you can do so by sending a text to the text machine at 859-221-3845. Or if you want to share openly, feel free to share this episode on social media, text it to a friend, or share in person with your friend group or small group. Finally, if you'd like to work with Kinsey through premarital or couples coaching, just visit bravemarriage.com and click on the services tab at the top. Again, that's bravemarriage.com.